And now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law hosts June Grasso and Michael Best discuss why a judge ordered the unsealing of an FBI warrant used in the Hillary Clinton email probe. They speak with Michael Vettis, a partner at Steptoe and Johnson. Why don't we start by talking about what exactly the search warrant says now that it's been unsealed? What was the basis for the FBI going into uh, these emails? Uh, essentially, th- th- when they were going through Anthony Weiner's laptop, they, they saw uh, header information on emails indicating that there were emails on the laptop belonging to uh, Weiner's uh, wife, um, Huma Abedin, the, the Clinton aide. Uh, and the rationale in the affidavit to the search warrant was that we know that between 2009 and 2013, Abedin and Clinton sent thousands of emails to one another, and that a large number of those emails contained classified information. That's what they learned from the, the uh, investigation that had gone on into uh, whether Clinton had violated any law in her handling of classified information. And they said that they found emails from Abedin uh, between Abedin and Clinton on Weiner's laptop during that same period. Therefore, uh, there was probable cause to believe that some of those emails uh, contained classified information. Now, the attorney who requested the unsealing of this, he said that he was appalled when he saw what was in this application. Why didn't the FBI disclose to Judge Fox that Aberdeen's lawyers had already turned over all relevant emails on Aberdeen's laptop and BlackBerry? I think that the, really the only legally important question is whether the affidavit established probable cause to believe that there would be evidence of a crime on the laptop. And in my opinion, it does, because the classified uh, information in the emails that were previously discovered, which, you know, technically is a violation of the Espionage Act, uh, the FBI director in the summer said that no reasonable prosecutor would actually bring a case even if the vi- there was technically a violation. That doesn't mean that there wasn't evidence of a crime on the laptop. It just, you know, it, it may mean that they were unlikely to find any additional information beyond what they'd already found, but it doesn't mean that there wasn't evidence of, of a crime on the laptop. That's Michael Vettis, a partner at Steptoe and Johnson, speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grasso and Michael Best. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, Nokia is suing Apple, saying the iPhone maker infringed on several of its mobile patents. Nokia says Apple agreed to license patented inventions in 2011, but has refused to extend those agreements that are now expiring. The company has filed complaints with courts in Germany and in Texas. DuPont has been found liable for causing a man's testicular cancer. It's the third consecutive verdict against the company as juries begin to hear 3,500 lawsuits over a Teflon chemical found in Ohio and West Virginia water supplies. Shemores was spun off from DuPont last year. It's supposed to bear the cost incurred from the suits. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.